When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi there, welcome to the Monday Review on the Elite Podcast, the show that delves into life in the Elite Ice Hockey League. Belfast were triumphant, Guildford came up short, Glasgow scraped through, while it wasn't to be for Fife on a weekend where the title race and the playoffs were finally settled. Joining me to cast an expert eye on the weekend that was is former Belfast and GB forward Colin Shields, who witnessed his old team scoop a record-breaking 6th EIHL title on Saturday. You're listening to the Monday Review on Elite. Colin, great to have you with us on the Monday Review here on Elite. The regular season all over and a third consecutive league title for the Belfast Giants. How much will they have enjoyed that one compared to the previous ones they've had? Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm sure they're all unique, um, you know, ours, but um, I think the first half of their season probably wasn't what they'd hoped. A lot of changes and stuff and a lot of different players coming in and out and um, so I think that when they managed to turn things around, I think by halfway through, Guilford was sort of dominating the season. And um, I think Belfast knew they were kind of close and they saw some other teams falter. They made the changes they had to and sometimes that works out like it did and, and unfortunately for them, second half. Now you were at the game on Saturday, you were part of the, the Viaplay team along with Aaron Murphy covering the game. It was all over on Saturday. Giants won in 6-1, of course, against Guildford to claim that prize again. Once the Giants found their stride, it was always going to be tough for Guildford to try and find a way back, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, Giants almost had two chances to win Guildford to not only win that game, but then hopefully have Belfast mess up the next day. But then the atmosphere that was building, I think... Um, it was just, it was, I shouldn't say it was a matter of not feeling bad if a girlfriend there and uh, Belfast the second half of the season. I think everyone just saw the changes they made, they just seemed to really roll. And with Festivalani back in that, and a couple of other that they were able to add up front, it was just too much, um, you know, for these teams to handle. And they just kept, um, it was like that on Saturday, they were getting a lot scoring from. You know, second and third line players, which has been Goodwin and stuff put up this year. Um, when you can get scoring from your second and third line, then it's huge. 
Now, you had your own great times with Belfast Giants during your playing career. You were involved with the team that won the first of the three they've won uh, since. How special a group is this, though, when you watch them? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's so much change, right? Even in, the, in like a three or four, there's been a lot of turnover. And you see that around the league, I think. You know, there's not even a lot of players left, you know, a lot of Brits and stuff. But, um, yeah, you can see that they've, they've made a good job that first year. They've been kind of COVID-canceled here. I don't think they were kind of where they wanted to be. And um, it's in recruiting of, of the kind of players that they brought in that year, I think. They had a physical team that year, and and I think this year they, they kind of did that. As you really see last year and this year, they really had a lot of guys like Bass and, and Cullen and um, and then up front, as I say, they have Conway and Goodwin and Bass. Those guys scoring the way they did this year was massive. But, of course, um, you got to have more than a couple of guys scoring like they had through the second half of the season. Um, it's definitely, you know, they had the special they were. I mean, you know, Fife just ran out of gas in the Challenge Cup final and then uh, Doug Gilford uh, and then stumbled a bit. But, um, you know, it was good to see Gilford right in it to the end and they deserved to tweak him. So, um, but Belfast, I think, over the, the course of the season, as I say, with the changes in the best team in the second half. Tell me about Adam Keith and the transition into coaching for him. You played alongside him for a long time. You played under him uh, when he was your coach at the latter end of, of your career. What are his key qualities in the makeup of this team that's made them so unstoppable at times? Um, I think it's just it's, it's kind of his dedication. I think you know he's committed to the. He lives here in Belfast. He, he knows what it takes to, to win in the league. As he said, he played as a as a player, and then he made that transition to a coach. And you know, he won the Challenge Cup his first year, so the Challenge Cup in the league, and and as they've been dominant. Since then, but I think his attention to detail with you know recruiting and putting the right people in place, I think you have to really be careful to bring in, and, and you're always going to make mistakes. I think even this year they could attest to that. And but you know, he, he does a great job with recruiting and making sure that he's bringing in good people and players that are going to throw us in the community here and, and with the fans. So, um, you know, that's one part, and then he, he works very hard. So, big in the video and, and learning lots more and he's, he's always at the rink so um, but together um, of course and then his, his passion for the game and I think you, you can really see why he's had so much Let's discuss Guildford for a minute a second place finish for them when you consider they joined the league in 2017 they've had a Challenge Cup final appearance and two appearances in the final four weekend as well I mean, this is a big achievement for a team like Guildford, isn't it, to run Giants all the way to the final weekend of the regular season? Yeah, I thought they had a phenomenal year. Um, actually, last year I picked them to win something, and they they kind of stumbled a little bit last year. I thought, and, but so I thought they were kind of due. It looked like you know Paul Dix has, has done a great job as well. We're talking about coaches and time, and, and he's just. Uh, He's a very likable coach. He, he again, he works hard. He, he knows the game and the coach, and and he knows um, what it takes to win as a player. And and I think and they've won a lot of in the elite league. So, you know, as you say, in four or five, six years, they've they've been right challenging for those quote unquote big top four teams. And um, I think they'll be close. They're just maybe like one or two pieces away. I think, you know, they brought in some players too around us here and there. 
uh, and I think it was just so close and so many teams, Sheffield or Belfast and Guilford, and I think it was just the Belfast next at the right time with the changes they made, which, as I said earlier, it could have it can go either way. Some of our guys are going to fit in, and it, it was just too much the second half of the season. You saw how, how dominant they were. But big credit to Guilford for the season they had, and I do think that they're right there, and I think they're, they're going to build on that. Success breeds more success, and I think they'll they'll get a good recruiting drive this summer. The playoffs to come too, so there's still a chance that they could they could take down the playoffs. So, but I think they'll have a big. I'll see that it's a great place to play there, and and Paul's a great coach, and also uh, the success. So both teams were also in action on Sunday following that, that title game on Saturday. Giants went down 9-2 in Dundee while Flames wrapped up their season with a 5-0 win over Fife. And that segues us nicely onto talking about Fife. They've missed out on the playoffs this year. Um, second year in a row they've missed out on the playoffs. Great disappointment from them. They did have a bit of hope though. They beat Dundee 4-0 on Saturday to give them a little bit of hope. Glasgow clan were beaten 5-4 at Steelers on Saturday. We'll get the, the, the sort of negative stuff out of the way. Fife Finishing in the bottom two, but they've reached the Challenge Cup final this year. It's going to be a long summer for them to try and rebuild, isn't it? So much disappointment around the club right now on the back of what happened at the weekend. I mean, I did a game against for Fife and Dundee really early on uh, Bioplay, and it's had some really good pieces. Um, and it's always going to be tougher against Fife or Dundee or you know, the teams that are kind of fighting against Cardiff and Sheffield and Nottingham for for players. You know, those those teams have resources. You're, you're always going to be at an uphill battle as far as the money you can offer and the pack. Dukes and Hutchie, I, I know they battle hard all summer. They work hard to, to try out the best pieces. And I thought the games that I – did on by play challenge cup but also in the league i thought that they the players they had i thought they were bought in i thought they played the full and it was excellent in all the games they did and the, and the challenge cup final the Belfast was just too much but you know it's, it's an uphill battle and you're trying to you know compete against those teams that are on a dar's finances go so uh you know you kind of got to be creative and it's tough you know, a team like Fife or Dundee gets injuries. They don't have two or three other imports that, you know, they almost had a full lineup on the weekend. And, uh, you know, they had guys out, you know, the guys sitting out, like, you know, healthy scratches. So, um, you know, and the luxury to bring in another goal. To, it's um, it's always been a tough uphill battle for Fife, but I know that um, there's a lot of tradition there. And um, back next year, I did a lot better. As we said, Glasgow clan edged them in that fight for eighth spot in a season where it just seemed so unlikely at times. They had the, the long losing run at the start of the season, the change in coach. So how much credit do Dyson Stevenson, Stephen Dixon and Sean Bhutan, who have all worked together as a coaching team, how much do, credit do they deserve for getting clan over the line in what's been a very tough season for them? At the start of the year, especially after that run they had at the start, you deliver... Um seen them getting in the playoff <laughs> having any success the way it was going and um, to have players the coach players leave and 
other players coming in. I, I think, um, you know, fair play to all the and the guys that stepped in as coaches, assistant coaches. Uh, and, you know, I'm good friends with Craig Peacock, quality players, and they're in a good group. It's just, it's one of those, one of those ones where it just for one thing really snowballed and there was, it almost seemed like there was no hope. But um, I did a game, so, um, and then the second half of the season, and I thought that they, you know, they cared about playing for the clan. They were bought in, and um, I, I thought they had the game, but I thought they were they played well, and you could tell the guys that were still there they cared about the team and, and wanted to. I think sometimes when the season starts the way it did, you know, not only was there guys left, but more guys left. So it shows that the guys that were there really wanted to be there still, and. Um, I know they're playing a little bit of an uphill battle, but um, it'd be nice to see them, uh, you know, make that the two games. So it's Clan against Belfast, and I have to ask you, Colin, as a man from Glasgow who played for a long time in Belfast, can you see a scenario where Clan can come out on top when you, you weigh both teams up right now? Yeah, I mean, anything can happen. It's you know, two game aggregate score. I think it's it comes down to. You know, staying power play, special teams, scoring if you get opportunities, and then goaltending. I mean, it, try and stay in it. Like, Belfast just had such an offensive, fast team. They just they they don't spend a lot of time in their own zone. They move the puck out of their own zone so quickly, and the next thing they're just a matter of uh, you know trying to somewhat give yourself an opportunity after that. You never had to just keep it close in the first game, but. You can't win it in those first games, but you can certainly lose it if you're going into the second leg down five nothing. But but I think the clan have, have had some good results this second half of the season right to the wire. So I think uh, you know, they've got a good chance that any has, has taken them down. So we'll touch on Cardiff now. They ended their season with a road loss in Coventry on Saturday, but finished on a high with a 4-0 home win over Sheffield Steelers on Sunday. They've ended the regular season in fourth place, but by devil's standards, not the campaign we're used to seeing from them. Will they be hugely disappointed by that? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, along with Belfast and, and, and even Sheffield in the last five or six years that have dominated a lot of finals, so... You know, that they're, uh, you know, not to make it to the Challenge Cup final, the, you know, the league hunt right to the end. I'd be, you know, extremely disappointed. And last year, uh, you know, Belfast had a pretty dominating season last year too. So, um, again, a lot of changing. Um, it'll be interesting to see. I think, you know, I could see if, if things don't work out for them. Quite a lot of changes there next year. Another couple of games. Manchester Storm finished above Nottingham Panthers. They played in a, a double header. So Storm finished in sixth, their highest position in five years. They won a game each in that double header. We'll just touch on Manchester. We talked a lot about Nottingham last week on, on Elite, but what about Matt Ginn? His first year as a coach, leading them to their highest position in, in five years. You have to say what a great job he's done there. Of course, and, and, and similar to, you know, maybe not quite. <laughs> Similar to five or similar to the top four or five, I think, um, you know, he's done a, a really good job. And it seems like goalies make really good things. But, um, but, no, he's done a great job. And you saw some of the results. They took a doubleheader, went against Belt. They have some nice players in there. And, um, you know, they're a team that you could see knocking off 
it's a tough rink to play in, Manchester. Everybody knows that. And but they had some good results away from home too this year. Don't forget that. It's nice to see and again, congrats to them. And as I say, it's always going to be, you know, when you have a smaller arena and a budget as such, it's always going to be tough to compete and try and get into that top four. And last one, Colin, I want to get a word from you about your old teammate, Jeff Mason. Um, it's been announced uh, that he's left Dundee Stars. A very difficult first season for him as a coach, as well as a GM. What did you make of the announcement? And, and Jeff, you know, being a coach in his own right, do you see him bouncing back anytime soon? Yeah, I just kind of heard that earlier. Um, and I saw him earlier on the season. And, and, and you know, it's... It's always it's always going to be tough. I think when you're in Dundee or, or any of those other teams, but when you're involved with a team for, like Belfast that he's been involved in for, it's just a little bit different. They said they're they're almost not playing on an even playing field. Finance Dundee and Fife and those teams have to be a little bit more creative um, to try and to make. You know, Posture was in Dundee for quite a while, and he seemed to you know, find a little niche there and, and had a lot, um, you know, I think kind of with five too, five, I think as well, they had some good pieces as well. And, and Dundee had did as well, but just maybe just a few that didn't work out and just leave. And then also uh, quite a lot of injuries throughout the season. And that can really hurt you, especially if you're, you're traveling there quite a lot and not to make excuses, but um, I know Jeff's a smart guy. He's here and time as a, player and a coach and, and then involved in some other stuff off the ice. So I think he'll, um, I think he, he has a passion for coaching and um, it just turned out that it maybe wasn't the right fit for him. That's it for this episode. And my thanks to Colin Shields for coming on to talk to me in this latest episode of Elite. Time for a quick recap of the weekend results. Starting with Friday, Manchester Storm 1, Nottingham Panthers 4. On Saturday, Belfast Giants 6, Guildford Flames 1. Coventry Blaze 4, Cardiff Devils 2. Five Flyers 4, Dundee Stars 0. Nottingham Panthers 3, Manchester Storm 4 after overtime. And Sheffield Steelers 5, Glasgow Clan 4. On Sunday, it was Cardiff Devils 4, Sheffield Steelers 0. Dundee Stars 9, Belfast Giants 2. And Guildford Flames 5, Five Flyers 0. Keep an eye on our social media pages at underscore Elite IH on Twitter and Elite Podcast on Facebook to find out who'll be joining me later this week as we build up to the playoff quarterfinals. Also want to extend my congratulations to Belfast Giants, the Viaplay Elite League Champions 2022-23. Well deserved. Thank you very much for downloading and listening, and I'll be back soon for another episode of Elite. Elite Hockey, Elite Listening. Bye for now. Podcast Network.